Hey, thanks for tuning in again. This is your boy, Renegade Ren, and this is Basketball 101. Thanks so much for tuning in to yet another podcast of what's going on with the game of basketball. Now, this podcast, we're going to be talking a little bit about offenses and basic offenses, uh, things like positions um, and the role that they do, uh, great players, offensive sets. Uh, we got a lot for you, so let's get started. Now, the first thing I want to talk about was positions, as I stated before. Uh, we got the point guard, we got the shooting guard, we got the small forward, we got the power forward, and we have the center. That's one, two, three, four, and five. You got five guys when you play offense and defense. It's five guys on the court at all times for one team. It's 10 all together. So the point guard is the one who basically distributes the ball. He's the one that sets up the offense and he is the leader of the offense. Now there are point guards that can score and they do score a lot and they also get assists. But the primary objective for the point guard is to be able to distribute the ball to his teammates so they can try to get the best shot possible. If not, then he creates it. Usually, he's somewhat of a last option for scoring when you talk about point guards. The shooting guard is exactly what it is. Now, they can play the point guard, but a lot of times, you know, you see the shooting guard scores the ball most often. Uh... Take guys, for instance, like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was a guard that they let the shot clock run out, which we'll get into clocks later. Um, and he would have the ball with about 10 seconds left. He'll go to the ball, he'll do his thing, and he usually scores. Now, that's just what a shooting guard does. Now, a small forward is a pretty mid-sized guy, like uh, I'd have to say from 6'7 and above, they can play the small forward position. They got to be able to score and play a little defense. They got to be able to do a bit of everything on the court. It's usually what a small forward does. Um, a power forward is one of the men in the middle. He's one of the big men. Get you some rebounds, maybe even score, maybe be able to do a lot of stuff. I mean, Charles Barkley was a good power forward. Rasheed Wallace was a good power forward back in the day. Uh, and we also got uh, today Cat, Carl Anthony Towns. He's a good power forward. Tim Duncan was a good power forward. There's a lot of good power forwards that's been in the game and that is in the game today. Um, you know, provided that we have more going on with that, we can go on ahead and, you know, maybe watch one of these days again. Hopefully we can get back. Then we've got your centers. And your centers are the ones who control the middle. They sit right around the rim and they make defensive plays and wait for things to happen. Those are the ones they call the rim protectors. Now, today, basketball is pretty much a position in sport. So, I mean, even your big men now can go out and shoot the three. But traditionally, it was where they just sat and played defense. They got you a few points per game, but... For the most part, I just did their thing underneath and played defense and got rebounds. They were the people underneath the middle, your last resort if somebody were to come to the hole from the other team. So then we got, you know, the current great players. And as far as point guards, we got Chris Paul. Um, We got Lonzo Ball. I mean, he's got the potential to be pretty good if he fixed that broke jump shot. But, you know, we've talked about jump shots, you know, in 
one of the previous vlogs and podcasts, so we're not going to get into that. But he's got all the other skills he needs, I think, that he could be really good. We got Steph Curry, who can just shoot the lights out. I mean, that's just what he does. Uh, and we also got Russell Westbrook. He can play the point guard position because he can dunk over everybody. It pretty much, I mean, that's what he does a lot. And plus, he can shoot the ball, but his problem is, is that sometimes he doesn't like to pass it and he'll shoot his team out of the game. You know, he had to make really good point, really good decisions when it's playing the point position. That's why you have that uh, position. And they're usually the leaders of the team. You got to be able to make good decisions with that. And I mean, they're pretty good. They're, they're all all-stars. So that's that. Shooting guard, you got uh, James Harden. He can really shoot the ball. He can play. Uh, Paul George is another good shooting guard. And he can also play the uh, small forward position. I think he did a little bit when he was in Indiana before he got really good at what he does. does. Then you got LeBron James. And LeBron James is right now one of the best players in the world. Arguably one of the greatest. Um, we do have that debate all the time about uh, Jordan and LeBron and who's the greatest. I still think Kobe Bryant, which is another shooting guard, should be added on there. But, you know, that's a whole nother topic, a whole nother podcast and a whole nother discussion. We go on and on about that. Anyway, uh, next up, we got the power forwards and power forwards are pretty good at their positions too but now basketball has became a positionless game you know these are 6 10 6 11 all the way up to about seven foot three guys who can shoot around the perimeter who can dribble who can do everything a point guard a shooting guard and a small forward does you got guys like uh carl anthony towns who's a power forward you got Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, he's all name. I can't pronounce it all the way. Still, uh, he's he's pretty good at that too. Um, as a matter of fact, he's one of the best in the world right now as well. Um, you got uh, who else do you have that can actually shoot? I mean, that's really about it that sticks to mind right now. But we'll get back to that. Uh, we also got centers. Centers are the ones that playing the paint there's only really one true center that's still around and that's uh andre drummond he's not really some guy that can get you a whole lot of points but um he gives you 20 rebounds maybe three or four block shots a night and he plays that position like he's supposed to it's kind of like watching an old school team play when he plays um he's really good at what he does but then you got guys like demarcus cousins who can shoot the three um you got uh, Paul Gasol, or Mark Gasol, I'm sorry, that can shoot the three and play underneath the paint. You got, got big guys like Kevin Love, Al Hoyford. You know, they're all playing day, and that's pretty cool. You know, I'm glad to see that sometimes it's positionless. Uh, and then there's times where you don't want it to be because a lot of times all guys like to do now is sit around and shoot. Um they don't play the game of basketball as often as they should, but that's a whole nother segment of this podcast. So then we got some of the Hall of Famers in this positions. Uh, we got the point guards. We got John Stockton, Rick Barry, Brent Barry, uh, Isaiah Thomas, Magic Johnson, 
who got his name because his passes at that position were like magic. You could now you see the ball, now you don't. That's kind of how that was when he was playing. And then for shooting guards, you got my three favorite. We got Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and Kobe Bryant. They're really good at that. Uh, they've always been good at that, for that matter. I mean, they dominated the game, dominated the game in each of their eras in different ways that we never seen before in basketball. We always thought that was impossible. Kudos for them because they kept the game going a lot of times when others could not, and that's how much they, you know, cared about basketball and did their things. Other notables is uh. Paul George, he was pretty good then. He's another good shooting forward. Dominique Wilkins, he was a shooting forward slash small forward though. I mean, his position has always been debatable in the record books. And uh, we really don't know how that's gonna go, but I guess, you know, we'll see how things work out with that. Uh, and that's all I can really come up with for shooting guards. I mean, those were pure shooting guards, so. You know, we'll have that. Uh, we got small forwards and small forwards. We got Larry Bird. Uh, he was one of the tallest at his time, uh, at six foot eleven. Went to uh, went to uh, Indiana State University. Won a national title there. Won a couple in the NBA. Uh, numerous All Star appearances. I mean, he was the prototypical shooting guard or the small forward. Uh, Mark McGuire was another one. Um, and back then, even now, you know, small forward position wasn't that important as it is now. Uh, James Worthy, he was a Hall of Famer in that position. And, you know, he was with the Los Angeles Lakers for a while, went to the University of North Carolina. That's where he played his basketball and, you know, had a really good basketball career. Um, and then there's your power forwards. And back in the day, you had Tim Duncan. He was more recent Hall of Famer, but... Nonetheless, he's a Hall of Famer the same. Kevin McHale, he was another one. Uh, Charles Barkley, you know, these guys were rough and tough and they really, they really tried to take it to their opponent every time out, you know, and it was really fun watching these guys play uh, basketball, you know, throughout the years. And then we got the center position and then there's a lot of centers. I mean, we got from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Bill Russell, Bill Walton, um, let's see who else uh, I mean it's just it's just several to choose from especially doing what they did Robert Parrish he was another one um, you know uh, Rasheed Wallace played center for a while I mean, we had Chris Webber guys who were undersized but you know wasn't quite seven footers but could play the game Hakeem Olajuwon he was another center uh, David Robinson was a center he was a uh, dream team you know it was lovely to see these guys play during their prime I you know wish that we had a basketball time machine where we could go back and look at all of that and just say hey you know that's I think that's awesome you know and but all of these uh, positions they they fit together it's what they do and it's um, how they go about doing it and all together you know if you have all five players on the floor who understand what their position is and how to play it and what their role is you can have a, a real good team and 
a championship team at that. And then we got, you know, different kinds of offensive sets. Um, you know, most teams use what they call the motion. And the motion is just the keeping the ball running. They got a high-low offense. They got pick and roll. They do a lot of things um, that they uh, that they like to do, you know. Uh, and it's really kind of hard to name all of the positions that they got, you know, or all of the uh, offensive sets that they have because sometimes a playbook has about 100, 120 different uh, offensive sets and offensive plays that run you know, to get different people free, you know, and to create mismatches. And that's what they're designed for. Um, And that's what they do is just to get players open and or to create mismatches. So uh, anytime somebody asks you that, that's what that's about. Now, in my opinion, some of the best offensive teams I've ever seen was uh, 1990-91 Lakers. They were offensively good. Um, we had the 2000 through 2003 Lakers, which was awesome. Uh, at the 07, 08, uh, Miami Heat, they were really good offensively. Um, they had a lot of offensive weapons. Um, the 93, uh, Phoenix Suns, they had a lot of offensive weapons. Um, they just, you know, they were just really you know, offensively sound. They called the Lakers showtime because that's what they did. They ran up and down the floor and they scored points. That's just how their team was made up and everybody understood what they were doing and when they were doing. So my opinion about the way the league is going offensively, um, it's more of an offensive league. You know, I wish that we had where we could actually play offense like we did back in the day because people had different roles and did different things and they all complemented each other. Now it's just kind of like as long as you can shoot you know consistently halfway consistently actually from a specific range you know we're shooting the ball and I mean that's okay for the fans I guess but you know basketball is more of an art and I think we got to go back to when we were moving the ball and doing exactly the things that we needed to do to win. And everybody looked good on the team, not just one person or, you know, they did one or two things and that was it. It's, you know, basketball is a game of aesthetic beauty. I think and that's what we're missing. Well, that about wraps it up for this podcast. But, uh, you know, I have another one here. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, defense on the next podcast. You know, tune in, subscribe, like this YouTube channel. Uh, my name's Arentheus Frazier. Uh, you can look me up also on IG, Instagram at uh, RenegadeRen24. So I have a few websites for you. You know, you'll be able to look at those too. Um, you know, so again, like and subscribe it. Laura, subscribe to this channel. Uh, and I will see you next podcast.